Hi there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This podcast was brought to you by the Arts, Culture, and Heritage Fund of the City of Windsor, so big thanks to them. My name is Eric, and I will be your MC for tonight's episode of Undergrad. A Monster Hearts Tale. Previously on Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. Much to the shock and surprise of the staff and students, Dean Don Dean announced that the end-of-term exams were cancelled due to the funding being secured for a massive Oakhurst College renovation. The donor and head of construction was none other than enemy of the AV club, Arabella St. Vincent. It took the kind words of the freshly returned Vice President Silvertree to calm everyone down. The Vice President, having lost his memory of the AV Club saving him in their first year, lingers on them in the crowd, unable to place why they seem so familiar. In the meantime, due to exams being cancelled and even Kane's film being put on hold due to the construction, our heroes are left with very little to do. Except, of course, Dr. Egan, who was tasked by Dean Don Neen to be the college's representative and run the annual Santa Village in Oak Haven. Dr. Egan was joined by several Oak Haven small business owners, including Coffee Josh and restaurateur Giuseppe Jr. She was also able to persuade our heroes to help her with the village, covering aspects such as music, the petting zoo, and photos. Finally, to Dr. Egan's horror, the role of Santa was to be played by her estranged lover slash feed bag, Dr. Jeremy Renner. With love and tensions high, our second holiday at Oakhurst College comes to a close. Welcome back to Undergrad, a Monster Hearts tale. Chapter 42, Home for the Holidays. So our camera opens back up as the families are beginning to flood into the, you know, 50, 60, 70 foot radius Christmas village, essentially. And, uh, you know, people are ordering coffee and the naughty and nice versions. Um, the Alfredo Santas are selling surprisingly way better than expected. <laughs> The petting zoo is going really well. Uh, Kane, from your perspective, you see a kid going, Can I pet your baby reindeer? <laughs> and Kane, whenever they ask anything, he's just, uh, Yeah, go for it, kid. <laughs> okay, I pet your baby reindeer. Oh, that's ba-boo, And it turns and scares the kid. The kid's like, <laughs> Mommy, the baby reindeer's scared. Kane just lets it happen. Nothing can be picture perfect. <laughs> Bethany like like looks at you, Kate, and gives you this like shit-eating grin with like a, a little sour key out of her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I just every time she scares a kid successfully, I feed her a sour key. Oh my god! <laughs> so she's scaring every single kid at this right. point. I, I, she she's yeah, that, that was a dangerous reward, and she's fully taking advantage of it. Yeah, oh. he just keeps doing it. He's like, this is going great. <laughs> Oh. Zach, uh, can you roll a uh, it's showtime roll for me? Okay. Rock their faces uh, off. Three and a five plus three is 11. Okay, cool. So 11. What kind of music are you attempting to play right now? Dressed up as Krampuses. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it would start as a Christmas song, 
Like, deck the halls with... <laughs> so it's like, it's almost like tantalizingly Christmas, and then like, it, it draws you in like, oh, this is where... It... No, no, and, and it's just... It's, it's a lot of that. <laughs> okay, yeah, absolutely. So we have... So j just to kind of clarify the image before we jump in too much, we have the scent of weed is heavily in the air. From <laughs> Zach and Travis having hot box one of the elf houses. Uh, the smoke is still coming out of the chimney, hitting all of them kind of... Because the smoke is coming out in front of the band, so you see these almost like shadowy Krampus Santa figures with like horns on their fucking heads and oh like God. these like creepy uh, outfits <laughs> scaring the show to kids while Bethany's scaring the kids down below. Oh my god. <laughs> and he gets watching all of this and just kind of like, just like, uh, but she kind of throws up her arms. She's just like, whatever, they'll never ask me to do this again. <laughs> um, Iris, uh, the, the same kid that ran away from Bethany pulls on your elf clothing and goes, excuse me, can you bring me to Santa, please? <gasps> Hello, my name is Elf Iris and yes, I can do that for you. What's your name? <laughs> My name is Ralphie. Ralphie, yes. <laughs> that's a great name. Okay, let's Thank let's you. go up to meet Santa. Okay, take my hand. Okay, I this is my first time seeing Santa without my mommy, and she he goes back and waves at his mom, and his mom's like, "You got this, Ralphie." Iris gives the mom a thumbs up, and then brings her brings the kid up to uh, Jeremy and goes, "Hello, Santa. We have a little boy in here named Ralphie who would like to meet you." <laughs> Ralphie just breaks out into oh, tears God. kids oh. often do when getting too close to Santa oh, oh, oh. And, and just starts crying and, and like sobbing in, into your clothing oh, Iris oh, oh, my <laughs> Ralphie what's wrong do you want to go do you want to go Santa's scary uh, okay, okay do you want to go pet some animals at the petting zoo no <laughs> <laughs> Um, Iris looks to Evelyn and just says, what do I do? I'm not really good with children when they cry. It makes my heart sad and then I want to cry. Oh God, they both start. <laughs> Evelyn uh, <laughs> calls Iris and, and Ralphie over and she gives Ralphie a candy cane. <gasps> hey, do you, do you like that? What kind of candy cane is it? Um, I, I, I think it's strawberry. Do you like that? I like strawberry. Oh, good. Well, you can have it. I like strawberry too. Ralphie um, takes a bite of the candy cane and goes, That's better. Thank you, oh. Miss Picture Lady. Hey, no problem. And look, if you decide that you want to meet Santa again sometime tonight, I can take a really nice picture of you and him. I, I, I would like a picture, but away from Santa with her. And he points at Iris. Uh, okay, well, why don't, oh. why don't you two kind of stand um, in front of Santa, but on the <laughs> ground, and I'll take your picture. Uh, okay, can you stand in front of Santa and me? He says to Iris. Oh, sure. And she, like, gives, like, Jeremy this, like, I'm sorry look as she, like, stands in front of him, blocking him completely. <laughs> Jeremy just has his head in his hands. And he's just thinking, oh, my God. Okay, um, okay, Ralphie, let's give the pretty lady named Evelyn um, a really, really big smile, Okay. Okay, and he smiles, and you see that there's just a bunch of like candy cane fragments in his teeth, yeah. <laughs> and he like oh. hugs onto Iris and gets all his like sticky oh, hands oh, all over Ralphie, your clothes. Oh, you're holding it. You got my hair. That, okay, okay. Uh, cheese. <laughs> okay, hey, that's a great picture, Ralphie. Um, here, look. I'm gonna give you this piece of paper, 
it has a number on it and this number is going to tell your mom which picture is yours. So I want you to run right over and give it right to your mom, okay? Okay. And he runs away and completely forgets to give it to his parents and throws it on the ground before he even gets there. <laughs> Iris oh smiles God. and is, uh, wow, Evelyn, you're really good at that. You're really good with children. Oh, thank, thank you. I mean, little kids are so adorable. And hey, Iris, mm. um, would you mind running after him and grabbing that paper and giving it to his mom? Oh, uh, sure. I, I don't want her to be disappointed if she's hoping for the picture. Yeah, n- no problem. Okay. All right. Good job. Right, and thank she, you. And she runs off. Zach, let's get back to you. Zach, um, so now that this is fully underway, um, I'm going to say that you've been playing probably for about like 10, 15 minutes and uh, the, the, the band kind of gives like the signal to take a bit of a break. All right, we'll be back in 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing this whole 10 on, 10 off sort of thing. Okay, uh, Krampus needs his, his, his nap time. Bye, <laughs> Beware of Krampus, says Friedrich in the microphone. <laughs> that was fun, <laughs> <laughs> So Zach, what do uh, what do you what do you want to do? Um, <laughs> Zach's just uh, um, he's just gonna kind of take take in the vibe. Like, who's here that he knows? Right now, not a whole lot of people. Right now, just your group and your hive. Ugh, fuck, um, Josh, can I get another? Uh, Naughty coffee. Yeah, coming on up. Thanks. Ah, this is a fun, fun night. Kane just ha- happens to cross your path. Hey, do you mind if I have Yo. a sip? I'm, I'm really parched. It's, uh, it's naughty. Is that okay? Nope. Hey, Josh, can I get a <laughs> nice coffee? <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course, man. He, he, he slides in on alcoholic one. He reaches out his hand and you see there's chicken scratches on his hand. He has feathers in his outfit. <laughs> and he's kind of like pulling at his crotch because his onesie outfit. Oh, no, we didn't get outfits. Only the hive did, right? I think they um, got... No, you, you elves got outfits. We you got okay. your elf outfit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little too tight around the crotch, so he's kind of just constantly pulling it down, but... <laughs> trying to keep like <laughs> even space above his waist and like you know it's just not working for him but he says hey your, your band sounded really awesome dude the, those are, i didn't know christmas could be so metal it, it's terrifying and exhilarating uh, thanks dude how are things going at the old uh what are you doing a petting zoo or some shit oh, I, don't, I don't even know at this point and Kane kind of turns around because he hasn't been watching what's going on in the petting zoo right now <laughs> Oh, Bethany is scaring the shit out of every child that Bethany possibly can. So uh, I kind of gave Bethany leeway to just kind of do what she wants, and she seems to be having fun, so I'm I'm having fun. I'm not a huge fan of kids, so it's kind of funny to watch them squirm. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Christmas, so I'm I'm having a great time watching us uh, traumatize all these small children. (laughs) And and Kane genuinely gives you a smile and goes like for a fist bump because he's on the same brainwave as you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Zach totally like fist bumps back, takes a big like sip of his his drink. (sighs) Christmas is a lot better with you guys, though, for sure. Yeah, man, this is the first, well, second Christmas that I actually didn't fucking hate. So good stuff. (laughs) I should probably get back to the petting zoo because it looks like Peter's uh, pecking at somebody, some kid's hair, and that's reserved for me only, you know. <laughs> you want to peck at kid's hair? No, no, yeah, no, yeah, not me, the, not me. Kane so turns around, he's like, not me doing the pecking. Peter only pecks me. It's, it's, he's, and he just, th- he just throws his hands in the air and walks away. <laughs> 
as, as you walk away, Kane, you hear a voice behind you going, Excuse me, young man, um, are you Kane Kaufman, director of Revenge of the Creature's Bride? Oh god, nobody's ever asked him that. He literally, like, <laughs> his stomach drops, and he kind of just turns around slowly. And he's not going to answer until he sees who it is. <laughs> you're, you're looking at Vice President Silvertree. Oh, um, kind of straightens up and he says, yeah, 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 I, I am. I am directing. I just want to express my apologies, my dear young lad, that uh, I'm sorry we threw off your production. I knew that this was going to help to put Oakhurst even more on the map. And I'm sorry of Dean Don Dean's incompetence. Just rest assured that I'm going to do all I can to get your film back up and running as quickly as possible. Oh, uh, hey, I really appreciate it. In his back of his mind, he didn't realize it was actually this big of a deal. because <laughs> He's just really going with the flow of things. So directing, cool, but uh, I guess it's a bigger deal than he thought. So he, he turns and he says... No problem. Uh, I mean, it's nice for the crew to have Christmas break off. I really appreciate you working with us. Um, how are you enjoying the Santa Village? Oh, I love the Santa Village. I just, every time of year this happens and staff and students and members of the community get to come together. I think it's just wonderful. And, and Kane, you get the sense that he's still looking at you, trying to figure out why you seem so familiar to him. And he goes, uh, but I can't remember last year's for some reason, <laughs> perhaps medication or something. And it's at that point, Iris, that you do see that Kane is talking to, of all people, Vice President Silvertree. Iris is walking up to see if Kane can get like the rest of the, <laughs> the candy cane that the kid stuck in the back of her hair. Oh, and she's like, hey, Kane, can you? Oh, hi. Um, you? Um, I don't believe we met. I'm Vice President Silvertree. Yes, I don't think we've met for a long time or... Hi, I'm Iris. <laughs> she extends a hand. That's a beautiful name, Iris. Hmm. Yes, um... Are you two friends or... Oh, are you something a little bit more? <laughs> She's oh. the love of my life, yes. Oh. And he's the love of mine. I love when you say that. She looks back to him. <laughs> Young love, it's what makes the world go round. I, You two remind me of someone I once loved when I was your age. And I, well, to say I'm envious of your youth and your love is, it is an understatement. It's just being around you is, is nice. But this sounds strange, but I haven't met either of you before, have I? Iris just grabs Kane's hand and like squeezes it and just looks at him like, please don't make me say anything. You know, I can't lie. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I probably seem familiar because of the whole, the whole film thing and uh, mm -hmm. Iris here, she uh, has provided acting coaching to Aurora uh, um, once or twice. So she's been on set as well. If you've been keeping up with that, probably that's how you know us. She's just nodding and trying to smile. Perhaps, perhaps, yes, I, I'm, I'm sure that's it. But either way, I just wanted to say to both of you, uh, I, I saw you at the press conference today and something, I can't place it, but something made me want to reach out to you both. And it, it feels like I, I owe you both something. And I just want oh. you to know that if you two need anything at all, anything, if you need, like I said, any accommodations for the film or 
uh, you said your name was Iris. If you need a spot mm-hmm. in any class next semester, you you simply tell me, and I'll do all I can to to make this, uh, make sure you get what you need. It's I want to spread some Christmas cheer uh. this time of year, and, and and like I said, I don't, I can't place it, but you two are wonderful, and I just I feel like I know that. Kane might like to take some if you still want to, honey. Um, some architecture classes. Do you have a class where you build small models of things, maybe with popsicle sticks? <laughs> Kane blushes. That's right on the nose. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm not sure. That that might take a bit more time, and I, I don't want to get in the way of, of you finishing your, your film, Kane, but but what is what is your major, my dear? Um, I don't really have a major. I just, I guess it's called Undeclared. undeclared. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I took a why not class. It wasn't great, but I just maybe don't like wine as much as other people. Well, that and Cicero is teaching it. (laughs) 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 Uh, Iris, is there anything I could, is there any class that you want to be in that I could help to get you in? Um, well, I mean, I look around campus a lot and I see people holding beautiful cookies and um, cakes. (laughs) They're very colorful. I think I might want to learn how to make food. You would like to take a culinary class? Yes. Ooh, culinary. Nice. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I. Uh, that's wonderful news. I actually. W- I just got finished talking and proposing a guest teaching job to Giuseppe Jr. of Giuseppe's Alfredo <laughs> House. <laughs> oh, Kate and I went there. That's, so that's great. I know. I know the place. It's good. I could get you in his class next semester if you'd like. Really? Oh, that would be that's great. great. Oh, that'd be, Kane, maybe I can make food for your film and I can come see you at work one time. That would be awesome, actually. Hmm. Um, Mr. Silvertree, I actually do have a favor to ask of you. Please, please, call me Lawrence. Uh, uh, Lawrence, I've been thinking a lot about the last shot for our film. It's this big climactic monster mash scene. And I realized that as great as the set builders are that I'm working with, this mentioning of all these underground ducks that are being constructed, these big tunnels underground, I think that'd be the perfect setting for the climax of the film, and I was wondering if you might be able to give us a permit or permission to take the film crew under there and uh, be allowed to shoot there. I don't see that as a problem, Kane. Allow me to talk to the deans and the board of directors, and I can get that signed off for you, and we can, uh... I can't promise you what aspect of the tunnels we can get you, but I think we can get you at least a section of it to film in very easily. That'd be awesome. And, uh, the more secret, the better. I want this climax to really wow people. I don't want them to have any idea what's coming. Your secret's safe with me. (laughs) Great. And remember, if you need anything to this film, or you, madam... You let me know right away. Please, you have an open line to my desk. Simply tell my secretary it's you calling. I'll have your names on file, and they'll they'll buzz you to me right away. Wow. Thank you. That's amazing. <laughs> and I hope you have a Merry Christmas, and you enjoy spending times with the ones you loved. Or love. Sorry, love. I meant love, not loved. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I, I spend Christmas by myself usually, but I'll count myself lucky that I don't have to eat another one of those Santa Alfredos. <laughs> so I, I, I appreciate your time, but please let your young love blossom in this beautiful snowy night. Don't let an old man take up too much of your time. I, I wish you nothing but the best, both of you. Oh. And he shakes both of your hands. Thank you. Oh. And he leaves. Wow. Oh. 
that's it was really nice. Yeah. Kane. Hey, yeah. <clears throat> oh, I was gonna say we should probably send him something. Also, I'm really worried. Do you think Josh is gonna start remembering too? Oh. As he turns and looks over, I don't know. Two naughties coming up, and he's just like giving giving orders as as, as you're looking at him. Uh, he, he sees you both looking, and he waves at you both. Just a trepidatious wave. wave back. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> well, whatever's going on, at least uh, now we have free access to the tunnels, and it's certified, so we don't really mm. have to sneak around. Oh. Well, there you go. That's pretty cool, Mr. Director. Oh, oh my God, it peed on me. Jeremy stands up. The kid has just peed on him. He plops the kid down and he runs behind the crystal facade cleaning his Santa suit. Uh, Dr. Egan, what what do you do with that? Oh, and and so first of all, she makes sure that um, the kid is back with, with his mom. And does, do, do they look okay? Like, do they look upset? Oh, the, the the mom is like, Jonathan, why did you pee on Santa? Because it felt good. I, I said that I want a Super Nintendo, and, and he said that I could not be promised. So I peed on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they seem okay. Uh, they seem okay. Okay, so <laughs> she's going to run behind the, the Crystal Palace thing and, uh, and check on Jeremy. He's using snow to clean off his pants, and he looks at you. Oh, uh, hello, Elizabeth. I'm sorry, you, you... <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, I'm so sorry. Well, that's why we have, that's why we have waterproof pants, huh? Um, I'm sorry for storming off, but he just started no, peeing on me. And totally I just, understandable. I, I, I would probably do the same thing. <laughs> um, look, I, I think we might have a spare, a spare pair, pair of Santa pants. Uh, do you want me to go get those and you can change, do a little switcheroo? I have another layer on here. I could maybe just take this one off. and <laughs> Double layer of Santa so. pants. Oh, you come prepared. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want me to, um, to leave? To, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll go clean off your throne. How about that? Elizabeth. Um, uh, yes. How, how are you? Um, I'm all right. Uh, been keeping quite busy with my research, of course, as you know, and, um... That's, that's, that's good. That's good. Yes. I, I um, hear that the, the, the donor that you have roped in is, um, it's been lucrative. Oh, yes, but as you know, with these things, there's always strings attached, right? <laughs> oh, always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you've had some experiences as well, so, um... But, you know, it, it's it's going all right, and as long as the, the funds keep coming, <laughs> I can continue. Um, but, I, um... um uh, you first. No, I, I was just going to say that I, uh... When when I first found out that we were gonna both be here tonight, I was, frankly, kind of horrified. But um, mm. it's good to see you. It's it's good to see you too. It's been too long. Yeah. Um, well. I... Look, I I have some things that I need to say. I've um, I've had some experiences recently that have. Given me pause to reflect on stuff. Um, myself, you, um, could we 
perhaps not right now I, I think you probably need to get out there for the for the children but at some point could we maybe just talk you and I I think we should talk now I mean I'm really not anxious to get peed on again <laughs> That's true. Oh, they can yes. wait. Santa's on a smoke break. That happens all the time when I'm Fair <laughs> enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, let me go just let um, Iris and Evelyn know. And so she goes and tells them that you're on a 15-minute smoke break. <laughs> as you pop your head out, uh, before we cut back to this conversation, as soon as Egan lets you know that we're taking a break, um, Evelyn, you put the camera down and you hear, Evelyn, hi, they said that I would find you here. And it's Nick. Oh, hey. Hi. How are you? Our favorite NPC. I'm I'm good. I uh did did you get my note about wanting to, to talk? I, I, I did, yes. Um yeah, you you said after exams and um Yeah, now there's no exams, so <laughs> Yeah, you've heard the news. And I studied it for weeks. Oh my god, me too. Thank <laughs> you. I'm so glad I'm not the only one. No, absolutely not. I do you mind if we just go over outside the square to talk I, I just I've been wanting to, to, to tell you something for a while and I think I think it's only fair that, that you know oh oh, okay oh. yeah sure <laughs> and as they go off our camera cuts back to Egan rounding the corner <laughs> <laughs> so she goes up to him and, and how, how private is this is this like very a, very okay it's very very private okay so nobody can see us behind there right no it's 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 not a clear crystal just made to look like a crystal right, facade but it's, it's like really a little painted. prep room or something like that yeah it's it's just like a little basically covering at the back gotcha okay yeah so she looks at him and and she says jeremy when i make decisions i draw from a a vast amount of experience and I I always make decisions based on what I feel is best but I'm I'm used to being alone and and working alone and and so having to adjust to working with so many people here in, in Oakhurst um, I realized that what I feel is best isn't always what others feel is best so I wanted to say that for that, I'm sorry. And I thought that perhaps what we should... Well, I, I guess I just don't know... Where do we go from here? I, I don't know what it is that you want from this, from me. Elizabeth, after I left you at in the front of the quad, I, I have these nightmares where you're biting my my neck and you're telling me that things happened and, and or that didn't happen and, and did and and I I Elizabeth what are you I am a person who must feed on blood to survive and I also um, I also derive uh, great pleasure from the experience of feeding and you are the person with whom I had chosen to share that experience. And she reaches into her blouse and she kind of pulls out the pendant that she wears on the, the, the chain around her neck. So she has like a little cylindrical pendant and she opens it up and she takes out 
a, her little small knife that she uses. And she holds it up and she says, do you recall this at all? It, uh, I've seen it in my dreams, yes. Do you know what I do with this? I'm afraid that I do. Hmm. I use this to make a small incision right here. And she kind of puts it up next to his neck. Not like threaten, not like she's threatening him, but just kind of to show him. Yeah, he doesn't wince this time away. Right. And she says, so I make a small incision and then afterwards I, I can make it heal quickly so there's no trace in a day or two. And she looks at him in the eyes and she says, we'll... Will you let me share this with you again? I'm going to need some time to think about it. All right. That's fair enough. Well, the truth wasn't that hard, was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a pretty big secret. Yes. But I don't, I don't want secrets between us anymore. No deception. Elizabeth, whether I agree to this or not, I want to help you with your research. You do. I I don't know what your funding or your the boss who's giving you money wants or whatever, but I I I find your mind beautiful. Hmm. And I want to be a part of that first and foremost. And I find yours beautiful as well. So, yes. Shall we perhaps start as colleagues the way we we start off at beginning? I like that. And he sticks out his hand to, to like do like a formal handshake. Hmm. Yeah. Very well. And she kind of like, uh, kind of just, you know, uh, kind of a little bit, not aggressively, but just kind of like, uh, you know, hey, buddy, and just kind of, kind of, kind of jokes about it. So just kind of shakes his hand too. He goes, well, we should... We should get back to it. The crowd seems to be growing. Mm, indeed. You've got many children that need to pee on you. I can't <laughs> wait. And as you round the corner back, our camera cuts to Nick and Evelyn. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Nick and Evelyn, mm -hmm. you've just stepped off the uh, platform of the kind of raised uh, land and uh, are nearer to the uh, kind of the shops around the circle. And you're kind of walking around the circle and he goes... Um, so I, I just wanted to apologize, Evelyn, that I've been, I haven't really talked to you a whole lot this oh. semester. I, I think I've just been so busy and, and, and I haven't, I know. I, I, I haven't had time and, and I feel like every time I have time, I, I, I try to find you and you're always off with your, your friends and your club doing something fun, yeah, I'm okay. sure, or productive or w whatever. But I, yeah. I, Evelyn, there's another reason why I, I haven't talked to you because I, I have something to tell you and I. Okay. I was afraid of how you would react. Why? Why would you be worried about how I would react? Um, Evelyn, you know how we went out last year, and there were times where we, we kissed, and and it, it it was it was wonderful. Yeah. And I find that you're a wonderful person, but I I don't know if f physical intimacy is something. That's for me. And without looking at you, kind of looks at the ground and he says, Evelyn, I'm asexual. Okay, well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. 
I was so afraid of what you would say, and I, I don't know, I just, it's just something that, you know, everyone in our time does and talks about and thinks about it, and, and I've tried so hard, and I just realized that that's not, that's not the relationship that I, 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 I enjoy, it. but it, it, Evelyn, I, I love talking to you and, and, and kissing you is, is wonderful. I, I know that I feel connected with you on so many levels, but I just, I don't know if I can give you more than that physically. That, that's okay. You, look, Nick, I, I really enjoy spending time with you. You are so sweet and smart and kind. And, I mean, if you still want to spend time with me, we could just see see how things go. I'm okay with with whatever you want and just seeing how things go. But if you aren't sure about this, that's okay too. As you complete the loop, you see that the the uh, elf house that Zach and Travis smoke in is beginning to re-smoke as, <laughs> as, as the chimney starts to puff out more. And uh, Nick, Nick looks at you and says, are you sure that that doesn't bother you? No, I mean, you know, I just want to be with someone who, you know, likes me for who I am and who cares about me and you know I figure all the rest is just stuff <laughs> background noise <laughs> yeah J just know that that doesn't mean that I can give I, I won't give you anything less than me caring about you completely emotionally and I'll always be there for you but if, if you're okay with who I am Evelyn I don't know maybe do you want to be my girlfriend? Oh, oh shit! I would love that. <laughs> she kisses him. <laughs> and as you give Nick peace in that moment, Evelyn, just accepting him for who he is, he gives you a big hug. Just a hug of so much admiration and gratitude, and he pulls away and whispers in your ear, thank you. Thank you so much, Evelyn. She just... Hugs him back and just says, look, I'm always going to be here for you. You don't have to be afraid to tell me stuff. I got you something else to match the gift I got you last year. And he pulls out a small present. It's probably about, uh, it's, I'd say it's like a decent, no, it's not, I'd say it's a medium-sized box. Okay, yeah, and she reaches into her bag and uh, she pulls out a little gift wrap gift for him also. Aw, and uh, he opens his gift first. What's in it? Um, so it is a notebook where Evelyn, um, made a custom leather cover for it. It's like this dark brown leather and she kind of embroidered, um, like a gold design, like, like a gold, um, kind of, I would say like double lines around the, um, border of the notebook. Okay. And she said, I thought you could maybe um, take some notes in that for class or, you know, when you become a really successful lawyer. 
I love it, Evelyn. And in your box, you see that there are two handmade, made from tiles, bowls, uh, food and water bowls for whiskers. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Oh my God, he's a keeper. Those are adorable, Nick. Thank you. Whiskers is going to love those. I, I hope so. <laughs> and Evelyn, you see that Egan has come back around with Jeremy and they're starting to see kids again. Oh, um, I looks like I've got to get back to my post, but um, I if I don't see you before the holidays, have a very Merry Christmas. I, I'm flying out tonight, actually. And okay. that, that, that's why I, I wanted to, to talk to you and just tell you everything. And I. I can't wait to see you when I get back, and uh, let's let's go out for dinner. I, I would love that, and I hope your mom's starting to feel better. She is, thank you. And oh, good. I hope you like Alfredo, because Giuseppe's <laughs> Alfredo house has been voted the number one date spot. <laughs> I, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Sponsored and, by Giuseppe's um, Alfredo. She, yeah, she hugs him again, and just, Merry Christmas, Nick. Happy holidays, Evelyn. Thank you for feeling comfortable enough to share all that with me. Thank you for accepting me. Always. And you two depart. Aww. Well, gosh darn, wasn't that the cutest I thing know. ever? Steph just made me believe in the magic of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? That was so good. That was Aww. so nice. After all of that, you rejoin and the line goes um, smoothly again. Um, Zach, uh, we're going to cut back to you. Uh, you're on your second break now uh, after playing another set. <laughs> Is there anything that you want to do, Zach, during your break? <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> Zach's gonna, um, like, as he's sitting there, kind of look up at the skies and just uh, pat um, Travis on the shoulder and say, Well, buddy, uh, I gotta go for a sec. Uh, here, you finish this bad boy off. Oh. He's gonna hand him the trunk of the, the butt. <laughs> I will, buddy! All right. Uh, he's gonna go find uh, find Alexis. Okay. You see that Alexis is uh, just walking back from Coffee Josh's uh, thing, uh, his little hut with a naughty drink, and she goes, oh, hey, buddy, what's up? Hey, um, listen, I just uh, I wanted to give you this just in case uh, shit went down tonight. I'm, I'm kind of meeting this guy uh, for something. It, it, it's going to be big. He, he calls himself like the... Uh, um, oh, what does he call himself? He calls himself something like the 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 untanned president or something. I forget. Fuck. <laughs> I'm so bad with oh names. God. Anyway, uh, I just I get some weird vibes with it, but uh, it's it's gonna be a pretty good deal if you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, so just just in case, don't don't go down by the the graveyard in town. Huh. Zach, what the fuck are you talking about? Nothing. Oh, shit, man. I'm just high. <laughs> Zach, are you okay? I mean, I I feel like, I don't know, not that you've been acting weird, but I don't know. I feel like I just know you, and is everything okay with us? I don't know. Is, uh, is there? <laughs> Listen, man, you'd tell me if something was up, right? We share shit, right? Well, I... I did want to... No, this is stupid. You probably don't care. What? No, just tell me, man. You remember Silda, right? Yeah, I remember Silda. 
Do you remember Silda? Oh, yeah, I, sure yeah, I you remember do. Silda. Hey! Zach, I got a letter from her in September. In September? Yeah. What'd it say? It... It, I don't know. It, it was written in such a hurry. It was chicken scratch. It had like tears on it. it. It seemed to have been written so fast, but it just it said that she she can't explain, but she has to go. And she told me to tell you something. To tell me something? Yeah. She what? she told me to tell you that that they would have found their way back in. And I don't know what the fuck that means. They would have found their way back in? Yeah, that they would have found their way back in by now. Yeah. <laughs> no. Huh. Well, I I'm sure she was probably just high or something. <laughs> probably nothing to worry yourself with. Maybe. I don't know, man. I'll, I'll run it with the others. Thanks for letting me know. Zach, hey, I... Uh, is there... Oh... No, no, you go first, trust <laughs> me. Zach, the night that we had our threesome with Silda, I stole a necklace from her and I ran into Oakhaven and I gave it to someone really creepy who called themselves The, the Pale, Pale Fucking Mayor, I know. <laughs> and you see her eyes light up and she goes, You know about the Pale Mayor? It took you this fucking long to tell me, of course I fucking know. <laughs> What, what? How did I, I? I didn't know that you knew. He specifically told me that none of you knew that your lives were in danger, Zach. I stole that to save you. Of course that I knew that you knew that I knew that I knew, but I didn't know that you didn't know that I knew what it, you knew. Wait, you did that to, to save me? What? Zach, this fucking creepo came... He approached me in the dark after one of my night classes, and he said that we apparently ruined some fucking plans when Coffee Bob tried to fucking kill me at the party. Do you remember that I almost got my fucking throat slit? And he told me that we ruined his plans and that they were just watching you. They were going to hurt you and your friends if I didn't help them. And I chose to help, and the only thing that he wanted was a stupid fucking necklace that Zelda had, okay? And I took it. I used the threesome to our advantage. I lured her all night and I fucking got the necklace. I handed it in and he said that you all were going to be safe as long as you didn't interfere with their plans again. And uh, Zach, you have to under you have to believe me. I didn't go looking for it. OK, I, I, didn't, I didn't look for this. I didn't ask for this. I just care about you. A lot. You're my best friend. And your best friends mean a lot to me because they mean a lot to you. Fuck, man, you're my best friend, but like... Fuck. I was I was so planning on being so mad at you, man. <laughs> okay. Well, well obviously that's Thanks. Fuck, thank you so much for fucking telling me, man. I'm going to be real with you. I I was fucking freaking out for like months and oh, fuck, dude. Okay. Okay. Listen. Uh, if they ever fucking try to contact you again, just fucking run, okay, man? Fucking find me. Just fucking do... Uh, fuck! I've never seen them since, and, and and I got this letter from Silda, and it scared the shit out of me, and I figured that maybe if I just don't bring it up and we don't talk about it, then it would be fine, and things were fine, but clearly clearly they, they weren't, and I... I think Silda's in trouble, and we I haven't seen her all semester. She's not here. I've asked around. She's not back. Her room is completely empty. I can I can find out where she is if you want. 
I, I don't know, Zach. She seemed really scared. She seemed like she didn't want to be found. The letter specifically said not to follow her, that she needed to, to get away. But whatever that means, what does she mean when she tells you that they're, uh, they're going to find their way back in? What does that mean? They're going to find their way back in. That could mean a lot of things, man. Like, fuck a lot of things. Um, back into the fucking dingo party. I don't fucking know. Listen, fuck. You've been compromised, dude. Fuck. I gotta, I gotta go. Listen, man. Maybe we should just fucking leave. I don't know. Just fucking, like, drop everything and get the fuck out before it's too fucking late. Zach, I don't know what's happening, but... <sighs> Are you sure you can leave them? And she signals to the, the rest of the AV club doing all the Santa stuff. You see Evelyn snapping a picture and laughing with Iris and Egan is going around organizing it all. Kane's getting kind of uh, swirled around by thunder and lightning and he kind of drops <laughs> in the pen. Um, and you see like every it's this beautiful moment of laughter and fun. And she goes, Zach, listen, I know that we're best friends, but they're your family. I can feel that. Fuck, man, you're right. And between you and me, they're kind of useless without me. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it. <laughs> that doesn't mean you don't have to go. You can take fucking Freddy and 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 Travis. I guess you can leave Brian. I guess it doesn't really matter. Or, yeah, take Brian, too. Yeah. You know what? Take Brian. Get out of here. Well, you want us to leave? No, of course, I don't want you to fucking leave, but I, I don't want you to get hurt either. I, I don't know. I, I feel safer here with all of you. I don't know what the fuck any of you all do when you sneak off and do your crazy shit, but whatever you did, Zach, you got some really fucking powerful people pissed off at you. And please, just just be safe. That's all I want to say. We, we, we should get back to the music soon, but I, I'm so sorry I lied to you, man. Dude, I, I'm... <laughs> I'm sorry about a lot of things too, man. It's, uh... Hey, um, fuck. When this is, f you, you wanna maybe get coffee at Coffee Josh's? Oh, that was fucking lame. <laughs> oh, I'm so lame. I'm reveling in my lame. Ah! Well, I don't know if I can compete with Bo from what I hear. Mm. No. Oh. <laughs> okay, so secret number two that I was totally gonna tell you. Uh, yeah, um... <laughs> Yeah, he's a he's a he's a pretty cool guy. Oh, I I heard that you two had quite the fun time at the party. And hey, I'm not I'm I'm not judging. I mean, he is a beautiful man. So, dude, yeah, I I hope it was great. I'm super jealous. I want to play by play. <laughs> oh, dude, okay, you'll get it. I'll fucking I will sing you a fucking song that will rival the minstrels of the ages. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about how about we finish up tonight and me, Brian, and Travis are flying back, but midnight tonight so we'll have to get going right after but Zach I, I'm, I'm I, there's no more secrets okay that's that's everything okay one more secret man yeah I fucking love you I've always fucking loved you ever since we were fucking eight years old I fucking love you okay oh leaving now <laughs> she punches you in the arm and she says thanks buddy yeah no problem tiger and you go back up and finish the set. And the rest of tonight goes pretty much without a hitch. Nobody else gets peed on. The, the music <laughs> is played fine. 
Um, every, you know, a coffee Josh sells out of everything. The Alfredo Santa's sold less so, but, you know, pretty well for a giant fucking Santa noodle with the just Alfredo splatted on it. Um, by the end, no kids were going near the, the petting zoo because Bethany had thoroughly scared away everybody. Perfect. <laughs> and at the end of the day, uh, it's the clock strikes about uh, 10, 30, 11 by the end. And all the families begin to depart. And Coffee Josh and Giuseppe Jr. and Alma all get together, eager around you and all goes, I think that was a rousing success and I only have to polish some of my antiques for three days after all the contamination of child oils on them. Oh, yes, well, it's it's all because of you. Thank you so much for all your help and, um, and I'm sure that that polishing will keep you quite busy and I promise that now that I know where your store is, I will come visit one day, all right? I, I, I just got to say, I think I speak for all of us when I say that uh, you did one hell of a job, boss. Oh. I think we should give a round of applause to this doctor, eh? How about oh, that? Uh, please, please. No, no applause necessary. It's all because of you. Thank you so much. And thank you, Josh, for your wonderful beverages. They Ooh, were delicious. Hey, oh, and I, I, I do actually have a gift for everyone. Well, oh. Alma and Giuseppe, I don't really know you all, but um, I guess I can give you one if you want. But anyways, the rest of you, here you go. And you get a $10 gift card for Coffee Josh's. <laughs> wow, deja vu. Thank you, Josh. That was very kind of you. Yeah, Zach actually gave me this idea last year to make them. And I was like, yeah, that's great business. So here we are this year. There we are, yes. <laughs> well, I see your business is quite booming right now, and especially during during this winter months, months, so yes. Yeah, yeah Josh, we're really I, proud of you. You've really made a beautiful yeah. business here. That, thanks, Iris. That that really means a lot. Hmm. But uh, I have my ah, well. I uh, I usually uh, spend Christmas with my little Yorkshire Terrier in my apartment, and we we watch uh, The Grinch together. So I'm I'm gonna head oh. off, and I know it's not Christmas <laughs> yet, but I, I don't know tonight with all the snow and this village, and I just I'm really in the Christmas mood, you know. Mm. Kane yes. definitely turns to Egan and gives him like wide puppy eyes. Oh, and then Egan kind of looks back at him like, no. <laughs> Kane drops his jaw in shock. Kane, <laughs> hey, Josh, wait before you go. Um. And she uh, she runs up to him and, and uh, says, I have a little present for you. Wait, it's here in my elf costume somewhere. Hold on. Um, oh, and she like pulls it out from a little backpack she has. And it's a mug that says best boss. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. He holds it with like the most delicate hold. And he looks at it and he goes, do you really think I'm the best boss, Iris? Of course. You're the, well, I don't really count Coffee Bob because I was only employed with him for like a few hours but he was a psychotic murderer too though yeah but you just <laughs> you've made me enjoy work i've never had a job before and i enjoy coming in and spending time with you and making tea and it's just been such a positive experience and giving me so much confidence so thank you thanks iris of course well, uh, i hope you have a merry christmas i don't think i'll I, I don't know if I'll see. I, I usually take the last week before Christmas off and um She just stops him and gives him a hug. He gives you a hug back. Hmm. And he pulls away and uh he just turns around and waves at everyone and walks down the snowy street back to Coffee Josh's. And you're all left alone. 
Well? Oh, Kane, I didn't want to do that, but we, we can't talk about you-know-what in front of Coffee Josh. Yeah, I, I, I got excited. I'm, I'm I know, sorry. but you're right, though. Maybe one day we could... Maybe we could have a New Year's party and we can invite him. How about that? Ooh, that would be great. <laughs> right, okay. Now I feel better. Right now, presents. Present, <laughs> right now? Well, yes. I, I, your presents are back in my house. Okay, do, well, do we should want... go there now. Okay, well, let's... <laughs> Um, I, you know, I, I'm just going to leave this. They didn't say anything to me about cleaning up, so I'm just going to oh, let yeah. it sit and let them take care of it. Love it. Um, Love it. Yes. That's good delegating, Dr. Egan. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, let's go back to my place. I, I, I assume you already Woo! know where it is. You know the address. Um, let's head back. All right. All right. Our camera crossfades to now you all sitting around Egan's house. Um, it's less of that, you know, last year it was, she she had like the whole day to prep and stuff, oh, yeah. right? So it's not much it's, of a party atmosphere, but um, Egan, do you have your tree up at least? Uh, no, no. No? She, okay. No, this, she, only, she only would put it up just if she had guests and she wasn't expecting guests. So no, it wouldn't be up. It's just her house. It's it's kind of this undecorated, but again, warm, filled with antiques home. Yeah, and I, I put the fireplace on and stuff Absolutely. like that. And, and I, I've brought the leftover <laughs> Alfredo Santas. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, and then I kind of say, would anybody like one? Oh, we could order pizza. <gasps> pizza. 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 That pizza. does sound good. We can get an Alfredo pizza, pizza from Giuseppe's oh, Alfredo. Oh, fuck no. no. <laughs> if I have Alfredo for the rest of the year, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. How about a cheese pizza with mushrooms? Oh, that sounds good. Oh, extra onions, though. Ooh. Extra onions. All right. Mushrooms, onions, anything <laughs> else? Onions. It's such a... Okay. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, this is Avery who knows, who knows pizza making. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's unique. <laughs> All right, so uh, Egan orders the pizza, and uh, and it comes, I guess. And yeah. um, so she says, well, shall we open presents? <gasps> I've been only waiting for like 15 whole minutes sitting by this tree <laughs> holding a gift. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Iris, why don't you go first since you're so excited then? Yes. Really? Is it okay, guys? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. That's really, okay. Um, she stands up and she clears her throat and she goes, mm -mm. my gifts for you this year are a little different than last year. Um, I wanted to do something where I gave you something nice, but also gave you something unique to say thank you for what you all did at Halloween. Oh. So, um, mm -hmm. uh, Egan. And she yes. throws you a gift. Ooh. And you open it up. And it is a clay sculpture of a dragon with, um, <laughs> in, in, its, in its mouth, it's $100 to Kings and Links. Like $100 oh, 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 nice. <laughs> Iris, this is wonderful and, and very useful. I will definitely use this. I, I, I talked to the guy at the store who you already have an account with, and the money's already been transferred to your account, so happy spending. Oh, thank you. <laughs> nice. Uh, Dr. E. Oh. And uh, on that, Iris uh, tosses Zach his gift. Yo! And uh, it's a right. pretty big one, but you open it up, and it is a clay flower pot with flames on it, and there's a weed plant growing in it. <laughs> hey. That's awesome. Oh, I have to name it. Oh, Pick man. a good name. Okay, give me a minute. Okay. 
give me mm-hmm. a minute. Give me a minute. Okay, keep going. No, oh, no, okay, no, okay. Like, you know, come back. Okay, okay. Um, and she turns to Evelyn and she goes, "Here you go, sexy." And she throws you a box, and um, it's a clay jewelry box. So it's the box with the lid, and on the lid, Iris has tried her best to carve like a cat that looks like whiskers. Aww. And when you open it up, there's a silver charm bracelet inside, and it has a charm of a cat and then a charm of a, a like a star with a little emerald. A uh, little tiny emerald in the center of the star. Oh. Oh my god, Iris, this is beautiful. Thank you. Of course, you gave me jewelry last year, and it was a beautiful bracelet. So I wanted to return the favor to one of the members of the Hot Tub Club, and she gives you a wink. <laughs> Hot Tub Club. <laughs> Ooh. Um. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and she gives Iris a hug. Oh. She hugs back, and then she turns to uh, Kane and goes, "Okay, your turn, sexy." And she hands you a big box. All right. The only member, the only person who's not a member of the Hot Tub Club. Here we go. No, no, you're a member of the Elite Hot Tub Club. Um, Ooh, whoa. And she gives you a wink. And uh, (laughs) when you open the box, it's a sculpture, a clay sculpture, hence the theme of Peter with your new sunglasses on. And (laughs) around his neck is a necklace. It's a silver, like, long chain with a pendant. And uh, the pendant is the the clada symbol, which is, like, the heart, the hands, and the the, um, crown. And she says, "Um, I know you used to wear that necklace for, you know, the demon, but... I thought maybe you could have a new necklace. And this is, um, this is this, the clada symbol. It's from Ireland. And it represents the heart is love. And the hands are friendship, and the crown is loyalty. So I thought it kind of represented, you know, some of the qualities that you're cultivating, and I thought it might be a nice replacement. If you don't like it, we can trade it in, but I just thought it'd be nice for you to have something new. Kane pulls his sunglasses down over his eyes as his mouth gets really tight. He says, thank you, that, that's really nice. Yeah, you like Aww. it. <laughs> and he puts it on immediately, and he just, Aww. yeah. <laughs> he just kind of pulls his legs up to his chest and he just sits there very Iris, still. Iris, like, <laughs> comes and just wraps her arms around him. Just like, there, there. <laughs> you hear a small whimper. <laughs> she, like, like, laser, she, like, doesn't move his laser head on his, uh, head on his shoulder. Amidst the whim- uh, whimpering, uh, Zach just pipes in. Oh, got it. Bud influence. <laughs> Bud influence. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Yay, presents! Okay, well, that's everything, so Merry Christmas! <laughs> oh, thank you, Iris, so much. This is wonderful. And, and she takes the um, clay dragon and she puts it on her shelf next to all of her Aww. antique uh, knickknacks <laughs> and stuff. That makes Iris smile. Aww. Aww. Okay, someone go next. Well, uh, I can go next. Um, so she goes into the, the other room and she takes out a, a big bag of uh, gifts and um, she hands them out, and they're all the same. And um, she, there, it's um, sort of a rectangular object, and it's wrapped in a um, silver foil wrapping paper with a gold bow. And so she tells them to all open up at the same time. And when they open the present, it's a wooden box, and it's um, kind of the size. Of, it's about like half the size of a shoe box, um, but it's a very unique box. On the top and bottom are kind of like matching um, thick pieces of wood, and the top piece has a hinge on one side, so it kind of it would flip flip up. And around the sides of the box are vertical slats of wood that are sort of rounded on the face of them. 
And all around the box, carved into the wood, are like floral motifs, like tulips and leaves and things. But what's unusual about the box is that the top cannot be opened, and there's no visible lock mechanism. Mm. So she says, So, I had these specially ordered and, 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 and shipped in. This is a Hungarian secret box. Um, about, oh gosh, 400 years ago, I, I lived in Hungary for a short time, and um, someone very dear to me once gave me a box like this, and I, I thought it was quite clever. So you have to figure out a way uh, how to open it. There's a, a, a trick to opening it, and I assure you there is a way of opening it other than smashing it to pieces. <laughs> Did you hear that, Zachary? this is art man i don't smash art fair enough that's good um you just have to figure out the secret to opening it and once you do i have put a lucky coin inside (gasps) oh nice thank you can i put my weed in there though (laughs) you can put whatever you want in there nice and because you'll know the secret you can hide it from other people I dig it. So, do you want me to give you a hint? Yes. Yes. All right. So, well, let me show you. And so she takes one of them and she says, what you do is you slide the bottom back and then you slide this piece down. She kind of points to one of the little slats in the front. And when you slide it off, you can see the lock. (gasps) And then then you slide this piece over. And in this little compartment here, there's the key. And she shows how you can open it up. Wow. Yes. It's an actual thing. I actually have a picture of it if you guys want to see it. Oh, those are so cool. That is so cool. Yeah, they are really cool looking. (gasps) Thank you, Egan. This is awesome. It's amazing. Thank you. Dude. Hmm. So everyone does add one lucky coin and a secret Hungarian box to their inventory. All right. Yes. To hide your weed and all your other (laughs) non-weed needs. Mm Mm-hmm. It could be handy for, you know, sympathetic tokens and whatnot. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. All right, who's next? Uh, I, I can go next if you want. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so uh, Evelyn's going to pass out um, these little leather pouches to everyone. She says, you guys can all open them at the same time. And you all open them up. And mm-hmm. they are these um, plastic... Pez dispensers, <laughs> and <laughs> Evelyn has used her um, illusion magic to make the top of each Pez dispenser look like all of you, and oh to create this kind of um, like shimmery aura around around each of your kind of like silhouettes. So, um, <laughs> uh, Kane's has this kind of like yellowish white aura around it. Um, Egan's has this black, silver, and red aura around it. Ooh. Um, Zach's is, uh, it's like a silhouette of him uh, playing his guitar, and it's got like a red, orange, and yellow aura around it. (laughs) And Iris's uh, is a silhouette of her with her wings out. And it just kind of has like this glittery rainbow aura around it. (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. This is incredible. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you like it. So inside each of these is um, five um, candies that I've imbued with uh, some of my confidence potions. 
And oh. so in game terms, what that means is um, when you eat a candy, it gives you plus one to your roll. That's cool. Oh, nice. Yes. So yes. now by confidence potion, <laughs> do you mean? And he just gives her the eyebrows. Um, I I mean a potion that will give you confidence, so that when we go into dangerous missions, you feel like you're not going to screw up. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I love ecstasy. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> just shakes her head. What I will add in game is these can be stacked. So if you feel so inclined, you could theoretically eat all five at the same time and add five to your one roll. Wow. <laughs> Once all five are used, they are gone. Yeah. So you, yeah. you get five of them. You can use one at a time, five at a time, do whatever. We are ready. Yeah, yes. we're hopping onto that 90s Pez craze. <laughs> oh, what a time. Kane says, what do you mean by in-game terms? <laughs> <laughs> Is it like Monopoly? You start becoming where there's a camera crew following you the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are in the Truman Show, yeah. All right, Kane, I think you're you're next. Yes. Here. Sure. Okay. Um, let's start with let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, Egan. Um, here. And he hands you a box, and uh, you open the box, and you see there is a well-made bat helmet with these red glass eyes, and Kane's just like. You know, you're a vampire, so this can turn you into a bat whenever you want, since you can turn into really cool stuff, oh. I thought. I don't know, might be a fun little thing. What a great idea. I love it, Kane. Hmm. I wasn't sure if you'd take offense or not. I don't know if that's, like, oh. the way vampires are portrayed is, like, how dare you and, oh, and stuff. Oh, uh, no, not at all. <laughs> okay, awesome. No, anything that gives me flying powers. I, <laughs> I'm all for that. <laughs> As she has juice boxes of blood in her fridge. And just worried about how that's... I love that. <laughs> I love it's that. very thoughtful of you, Kane. <laughs> Here you go, Zach. And it's this very flat, wide piece. And you open it, and it's a custom artwork of you as a rock god standing on your enemy, Jovan von Boss, crushing him <laughs> with your rock and roll powers. And you have like a big, like muscular, hairy chest, and like your hair's flowing in the wind. It's like, it looks very <laughs> Greek uh, to it. Fuck, man. I love it. Thanks, dude. No problem. No problem. And, uh, <laughs> uh,. Oh, Evelyn. <laughs> he places a box and it shifts. Uh, uh, why did this oh, move? No. Open it. Okay. Oh it's another cat. <laughs> oh my god. I went down to the Oak Haven Animal Shelter and there's this small black cat named Fang. And apparently she needed a home. So I thought, what better companion than Whiskers? Whiskers has a best friend now and she hugs Kane. Thank you. I'm sorry to add to your monthly food costs. <laughs> uh, no, this is perfect. I actually might have a place that has a bit more space, so what a great time to get a second cat. Oh, wait, is this you? Um, yes. Um, <laughs> it's, it's still on the roots, but it's, it's an improvement. Oh. <laughs> All of us just know. <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh. But is it a, a nicer place? Uh, yes, yes. Ooh. It does not have any leaking water. Um, or it still smells like shit, though, right? <laughs> so there's that. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh. it, 
it is a little bit away from it, so the smell's not as strong, but um, no leaking water, and it's away from a lot of the stabbings that have happened, so <gasps> I, I think that's a good thing. That's Congratulations. Mint. Yes. The bar is so low. <laughs> no stabbings. Mm. And then uh, for you, Iris, and he pulls out a small box, and he says, it's kind of funny that you got me a necklace, and he opens the box oh. and there's a necklace there too oh. and he oh. picks it up and he says I actually made it myself and <gasps> you see it's a necklace made of smooth vine um, that's been treated so that it just lasts and oh. uh, and attached to it there is a carving of wood where it shows a fairy uh, with their wings spread holding a person and you can tell they're floating in midair uh, kind of like, as an homage to the moment they had where you flew cane up in the air and helped him come back from his dark self his formula self and he just says i figured i'd get you something a, a little more natural than diamonds or anything um it's just a really fond memory i have and um one of the greatest expressions of love that i've received from you and i just wanted to commemorate that iris is just staring at it and, like tears are forming in her eyes she's like oh oh my gosh <laughs> and she like wipes her tears away. she goes this is this is so nice, Kane. Thank you so much. And she just like stares at it. Then she like she's like, "Help me put it on." Mm-hmm. And yeah, he goes around and and uh, he let. It's kind of like there's no metal parts. There's nothing rough to it. It's all made of natural things. So there's kind of like a sliding mechanism that he read in a book of how you can loosen <laughs> and tighten necklaces. <laughs> um, so he uh, slides it and it. Um, around your neck she like touches it she's like it's beautiful and she takes your hand and she just squeezes it and she goes you're one of my greatest gifts i've ever gotten kane kaufman thank you so much god thank gotta thank laundry shoots that's the real <laughs> hero here <laughs> Laundry shoots. maybe we should go back there and like carve our names into it or something <laughs> funny you should mention laundry <laughs> so, oh, it's my what? turn is it my turn? Yeah, Here we yeah. go. I guess so. Okay, um, I'm gonna give you yours first, Kane, because uh, you'll probably be there the longest. Oh. Uh, and oh. he handle uh, he hands uh, Kane a scroll. A scroll. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, unrolls it. All right. Um, <clears throat> uh, so it reads. I'd like to make a formal address <laughs> in the form of a Christmas jest. Slip and slide to your next clue to the room where we met you. Oh my oh, god. Okay. No. Oh my. Is, I, wait, is this a treasure hunt? Yup. <gasps> oh. Holy shit. Go um, on, buddy. Well, oh. <laughs> he kind of looks around, noting the address throughout. He says, uh, I guess it's a good thing I have my hoverboard. I'll be, I'll be back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he, he kind of waves everybody farewell. Yeah. Says, uh, if I'm, if I'm not back before the party ends, uh, I'll see, I'll see you guys after the break. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kane, I assume you know where you're going, right? Yeah, back to the, um, the frat house of the first party. Uh, the welcome mansion, actually. Welcome mansion. Okay, thank you. The welcome mansion. The the, the, the bathroom. bathroom of the welcome mansion. Yeah. 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 Okay. He's on his way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Iris yells, okay. "Carve our names! Carve our names into it if that's where you're going." <laughs> All right. Now, while he's gone, uh, this is for uh, for you, uh, Doctor Egan. Oh, um, thank and, you, Zach. Uh, <laughs> It's it's another piece of paper, and on it is actually pretty pretty well written. Um, a song written in high vampiric. Oh. oh. 
Wow. Oh my god. I don't so, know what the, the words mean, but um, these kind of fit sort of well together. And if you play it in the full moon, freaky shit happens. I tried that once and I'll never do that again. Oh. <laughs> wow, Zach, how did you even find out what High Vampiric was? It took me a long time to even figure out. Oh, is that the what the language is called? I just like. Yes. I took what that one dude was was all like picking up, and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm putting that down. So I just kind of repeated Wait, all of those those words. This, Wait a minute, this this is exactly what he said. I mean, phonetically, yeah, like um, oh uh, Romas Noxdesius, Tulak Mashika, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, Metrodata. Zach, this is amazing. Oh, dude, thanks, man. This is this is incredible. Thank you. Egan, I'm glad yeah. that you realized the gravity of what you're holding in your Yeah. Brain. You realize that Zach unknowingly has given you the spell. The spell. Yeah. <laughs> and she actually, like, is so overwhelmed, she goes up to him and, and hugs him. Dude, I mean, it's not that good of a song. I mean, maybe it is. Can I call you Elizabeth? Yes. Yes, oh, you can call hey. me Elizabeth. Absolutely. Oh, man. Oh, you have no idea how much this means to me. Thank you. And she kind of like holds it very close and she puts it in her little, her fanny pack because she does not want to lose this thing. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Holy okay. smokes. Next on the train. Oh, back to, to Kane. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do like, we'll, we'll do like somebody Kane, somebody Kane. So we'll, 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 we'll keep going back. So right. Kane, we, we jump back to you and I'm going to say that the, uh, the, 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 the window to the bathroom was fairly easy to crack open if you wanted to do that. Yeah, he'll he'll just sneak in. Yeah, you just want to sneak in. Okay, yeah, give me. Uh, you know what? It's it's Christmas Eve, and everyone was told to leave. Uh, the welcome mansion's completely fucking empty. Nice. Okay, and he's freezing. <sighs> he gets in. He kind of shakes off because he forgot his jacket, and uh, <laughs> he makes his way over <laughs> to the laundry chute. Okay. Um, in the place where where Zach hid the weed originally in like episode three or whatever the fuck, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's another scroll, and it reads. Wow, my friend, what a time we had. You've changed so much, and that makes me glad. But to make sure you don't get cocky, I've tied your next clue to your chicken, Rocky. <laughs> my ch- chicken. And then, like, on the back, it says Rocky's a movie. It's funny because he chased a chicken. Oh, <laughs> and it's funny because Kane wouldn't know that. <laughs> so he flips, he's like, oh, okay, okay. I added to the, the reading list. Um... <laughs> Fuck, Peter. Peter and the other animals are still in Oak Haven, comfortable <laughs> in one of the Santa Village houses. Oh, oh my god. god. He starts hightailing it back to where the Santa's village is. He's like, Peter, 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 no, 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 please still be there. As Kane, you leave campus. Before our, our camera cuts back to Zach and, and company, with Zach giving out his gifts, we see a lone figure walking through the snowy campus, um, looking very frantic and upset. And you you just hear, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to show them all that I'm so much better. And I'm going to be the true leader. They're finally going to give it to me. And he disappears into the night, heading towards a building. And we're just going to leave that at that. <gasps> Zach, uh, cutting back to you. All right, Iris. And he's, um, <gasps> he's going to bring in this really large box. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Open it up. Um. Okay. She like starts to like slowly open it. I don't think she's gotten a present this large. <laughs> All right, man. This <laughs> is like the fucking holy grail of Kingston Links. 
What? Oh yeah, it's a motherfucking sex swing. <gasps> all the fun of a swing and all the fun of sex in one fucking beautiful tortilla wrap. Oh my gosh! I love, I love swinging and I love sex. This is amazing. Yeah, she sits anyway. on it. Oh. She's like, wait till Kane sees this. Yeah, I feel like it has a very strange effect when she's just sitting in it casually. <laughs> into the eye, it's just, it's very strange to behold. She doesn't realize it and she's just happily like swinging back and forth waiting for the last gift to be given. All right. Uh, and, oh, I wonder where Kane is right now. <laughs> Cut back to Kane. Kane, you arrive back at the Santa village and in one of the elf houses, all of your animals are nice and warm and in the house and comfortable, just kind of away from the snow. Uh, so what would you like to do to transfer them out into the cold air back home or wherever you want to go? He takes a look around. He, he steals something from somewhere that's warm. <laughs> He's just like full theft, whatever. There we go. Yeah, Perfect. yeah, absolutely. You, you wrap them in, in, in elf costumes. Oh, sorry, it smells like piss. And he starts running <laughs> back to the treetops really quick and, while checking Peter's neck, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so you uh, check Peter's neck and uh, Zach, what does he find? All right, last clue. We've had our fun. Your Christmas gift is almost one. It's hidden within a secret society and holds the mug of your sobriety. The mug. Okay, I gotta go to I gotta go to the secret society first. The treetops. Drop you guys off, and then I'm back to the society. <laughs> the people. The people. Not not the actual place. Kane thinks it's the place. Oh fuck. <laughs> It's okay. You, you, you take like a fucking hour total detour. You you drop all the animals off and you get to the society and you comb the society and no one's there and nothing is there. Kane is like flabbergasted. He's like, and he's sad because he's like, I failed. And he and he just kind of starts slowly with his head down, hoverboarding back to Eagles. Oh my god. Oh. And as you hoverboard back, Zach, you're on your final gift. Yep. Um. Okay, so this next gift doesn't really work unless everyone's here. So can everyone just grab grab themselves a mug and we're all going to cheer uh, cheer old Kane when he comes in. I'm sure he'll be here any minute. Sure. Okay. So she goes and uh, Egan goes in her kitchen, grabs a bunch of mugs. Oh, beautiful. And all right. I take my blood and put mine in, <laughs> in my mug. Iris is holding hers on the sex wing. All right. I'm just going to take I'm just going to take this extra mug real quick and he like turns his back and you hear like the ruffling of, of his backpack. There's duct tape. <laughs> All right, we're good. And after about 45 minutes of people like still having to drink and hang out, Kane finally comes through the front door, completely covered in snow. <laughs> um, Zach, I, I got some bad news. Oh, bad news, buddy? Hey, why don't you, uh, you, you get by the fire? We all have a glass for you, a mug even. Okay, I, I went to the society and I couldn't find your gift. Dude, the society is, is in you all along. That was that was the gift. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, he's <laughs> like such an idiot. He's like, no, it's okay, man. It's okay. Here, you almost had it. You were like so close. It was home stretch. It's it's under the mug that I'm, I'm giving you right here. Okay? Oh, okay, he takes the mug and he looks under it. And underneath the mug is 20 bucks. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, dude. Like, I, I, I didn't really know what to get you. Because, um, like, you know, new year, new you. And, I mean, I thought I got to know you pretty well. and But, uh, you know, shit happened. Uh, and, and uh, 
so, hey, 20 bucks is 20 bucks, as, as my, my mentor taught me. Well, um, thanks, Zach. This, this makes me feel like I'm worth more than minimum wage. It was 20 bucks for two hours, <laughs> $10 an hour. That's, uh, hey, that's like that's six hours worth of work yeah, in, that's... in today's day and age. Here's my last gift, uh, and this one, this one's mostly for, for, well, it's a little something for all of you, so here. And he passes each of you a, a flat gift, um, except Evelyn's is a little bit thicker. Yeah, okay. Um, in all of the standard gifts is a, a patented uh, Hive nudie magazine. Oh, oh my, god. my god. And it's it's the fucking calendar of the year. <laughs> oh. oh my god. My there it is. Oh my god. Evelyn flips the first page and then she just like drops it. <laughs> um, actually, Evelyn's isn't a calendar. Oh. oh. Evelyn's is a law book. Oh, oh Evelyn. Uh oh. What happened to yours? Oh. Oh no. I must have switched to two totally unrelated gifts. Uh-oh. Who do I know that's a law student? Oh, well, probably doesn't matter. Anyway. We, we we cut to a brief spot of Nick getting ready to leave, packing up his bags, ready to go, and he sees a, a present like that has been sent to his room that says to Nick uh, from question mark. And he opens it up, and you see him like look at the calendar. And he flips open the first page, and just like Evelyn said she did, he just drops the calendar. Oh, God. Oh, my God. The the calendar stays open at October, because it's my favorite one. And it's, um, it's (laughs) Zach totally nude in Evelyn's room with the super mecha Satan. Oh, Um, And Whiskers is just in front of him. Covering it, like covering his modesty. Oh, oh my God! And it, it's God. signed on that specific one. God. I sure do love being tied up. <laughs> and Nick just goes, "Oh my! Oh, oh my God! Oh dear. That's like the most workout of all our gifts." <laughs> she has the strangest friends. He says before he he, he leaves the calendar on the floor. He doesn't touch it anymore. Yeah. Zach's got a shit-eating grin, and he says, uh, you know, <laughs> Evelyn, open up the, uh, open up the stupid fucking book. Uh, okay. Um, I'm a bit nervous about doing that now, but okay. And she does. Uh, in, inside of it is a, uh, it's two tickets, uh, to, like, <laughs> the, the Christian Rock Fellowship. Uh-huh. Concert. <laughs> they're doing. They're doing a Christmas concert in a week. Oh, oh my God. Uh, Evelyn, I'm gonna need you to uh, um, to to shut the the magicy ward things off of your room, because this is part one to your gift. Wait, wait. Wh- oh. What are you talking about? Well, I kind of signed you up for a special little surprise. <gasps> what oh. did you do? Well, you're the next contestant on Door Makeover. <laughs> oh my god! Are you serious, Zach? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've. Trust me, I've seen your fucking room. No offense, uh, but it it smells like cat piss in there. First of all, um, second of all, that you have like a bed and a desk. Um, it's like it's depressingly yeah, fucking shitty. I, man. I know, and surprisingly, that smell is not from whiskers. Yeah, that concerns me too. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, yeah, good. Um, listen, if anyone asks, uh, you're on some, like, foundation of some sort, because, uh, well, they don't think you have that long to, to go, so. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, Zach, you didn't. <laughs> what? You're the next contestant on Door Makeover, huh? Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Wait, so, so what is it being made over to look like? Yeah, oh. what, what is this makeover? Uh, well, um, what would you think that your makeover would look like? What would your dream makeover look like? Um, well, you know, just something really simple and pretty and elegant. Um, oh, you know, good. Kind That's of exactly what I told them. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I told her, uh, I told them that you're like the biggest fan of the hive. So, you know, they'll probably go from there. In, in oh fact, they actually sent you a sample sketch of what they were imagining. Um, because they said that they were going to arrive, Evelyn, right after the holidays. So they'd be coming in basically right, right in, in the new semester um, at the beginning of the new semester of second year. And Zach, they would have sent you that preliminary sketch through the mail, so it kind of gently falls out of the <laughs> law book. And what does she see? It basically looks like Johan's new room, but without the lame music shit. Like there's there's a beanbag, the, the in giant one picture of the hive, the big painting too. <gasps> there's a fucking yes. yes. There's like the Sistine oh Chapel, god. but it's like it's Zach touching <laughs> like the gods of rock. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, and also there's cats, I guess, because I think he thinks that you like that more than your friends. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. There's, there's definitely one of those, um, you know, those seats that are hands. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. You have a hand chair. Yes. Um, and Evelyn, I am going to say one thing that they threw in, because uh, Zach, of all the things, did expressly mention that you do have a love of reading and books. And it's very tiny, Evelyn. But in the corner of one of the rooms, you have probably about three feet on each side in the corner is a wraparound mini library with a sliding ladder oh that goes up about four uh, lo levels high. Evelyn's eyes just focus on that in the picture and she just starts jumping up and down. On top of that fucking spiral staircase is a recreation of fucking Mecha Satan. So it you don't forget is. him. <laughs> um, Crowning well, that uh, is a Mecha Satan there, there definitely is a hive theme here. Right? Wow. In fact, I'll say that the 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 two, so the sliding ladder, the, the wraparound ladder, is actually held up by two figures of Mecha Satan, like <laughs> atlases, holding either side of the ladder. Um, wow. Uh, you did yourself with this, Zach. Oh, thanks, bro. I hope you like it. Thank you. This, I, I can't believe this. Hmm. Well, I can. Uh, and, and remember, really, um, if if you ever have to talk to them, cough a lot. Okay. <laughs> um, I I oh think this is God. one of those things I probably don't want to question you about. So don't question. I'm it. just yep, gonna just... nod and pretend I understand. 
nod and pretend you under yeah you got it you you're, you see you're the smart one that's that's good <laughs> stuff okay and he patronizingly like pats you on the head <laughs> so evelyn you'll have to look forward to once you're back at school in a few weeks after the uh the holidays and the construction on campus has at least wind down a little bit that the campus can be used again uh your extreme dorm makeover will be showing up that's awesome that's <laughs> awesome. so cool yeah that was such a nice gift yeah. yeah iris holds up her glass she's like i think we need to do a toast Ooh, good idea and she holds up yeah. her mug iris sits on the sex wing and <laughs> holds up her mug <laughs> <laughs> And she's, uh, she says, I'm not good at making speeches, but I guess I'll just start and say, um, it's been a hard year, but we're still here and we found ways to bring joy and whatever the next year brings, next semester, I guess next year, because technically it's a new year coming up, but we can make it through it, right guys? Absolutely. I'll drink to that. We hmm. can make it through anything. Just yes. before the cheers is complete, there is a knock at your door. Oh. <gasps> So I put down my mug and I head towards the, the door and I look through my peephole. You see a floating leprechaun beard. Ah. <laughs> and she turns back to the others and she says, it's lucky. Do we oh. want to let him in? I don't think we have a choice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So she opens up the door and she says, well, hello there, lucky. Come on oh, in. Oh, it's fucking cold. And he flies in and walking, walking behind him is the chairman. Hey. Come on in. Good evening, uh, Dr. Regan. Do you mind if I come in? Of course. Please do. Thank you. And they they both come in and Lucky kind of uh, enters the room and Flair and goes, Happy holidays, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays to you, Lucky. Yes. And to you, Chairman. Thank you. Lucky and I thought that we would stop by. We were, we were walking around and we saw that, uh, well, you were all together and you weren't I know that you were working hard today Dr. Egan running the Christmas village so Lucky and I wanted to give you all something to celebrate and he snaps his fingers and Lucky also snaps his fingers at the same time and you see all over on every available space that you have Egan in your house uh -huh. food sprouts everywhere <gasps> Just oh, like a my. massive Christmas <laughs> feast and right in front of you Egan is a giant punch bowl filled with blood Oh, oh nice. <laughs> I just I'll we, take this. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to give you all a lovely holiday feast and uh, hopefully spend the night with you all here and eat and drink and have fun. We have so little fun it seems and <sighs> that's you know, no matter what's going on, that's that's the one thing I refuse to let the founder take from us. Yeah, it's always good to have fun. Iris says she's swinging on a sex swing in front of the chairman. <laughs> well, do come in and um, pull up a mug. I think that would be lovely. And you all sit around and eat and drink and share gifts and laugh as our camera fades away from this beautiful, warm scene. Um, and again, you know, this has been quite... Uh, you know, ever since the exorcism, things have been calm. And, you know, today is really solidifying that. For once, you got to do a job that wasn't life and death. 
just a Santa <laughs> village. And you got to, again, exchange presents and love and friendship. And as our camera pans out to the outside and the snow is now about a few feet off the ground now, uh, we see you all sitting around Dr. Egan's table sharing uh, time together as a family. And on that, our camera fades away. Our camera opens on a solitary figure walking, treading in two feet of snow. We see specks. The wind is hitting his face. The snow is covering his glasses and he's muttering under his breath. Fucking Kane thinks that what I'm just like, what he's, and the whole crew, the whole fucking tech crew, they just take it. They take it. He, they're going to shut down our production. God damn it. Mo would fucking be rolling over in his grave right now. I refuse. Once I show them that we can film in a spot, I'll be the hero. And they'll finally realize what a fucking hypocrite that piece of shit Kaufman really is. And he's talking to himself and you see him break in. It's already covered in, uh, you know, like, like some of the scaffolding is already up and there's like a do not enter sign. And he breaks into the film studio. And he turns on his flashlight and begins to walk down the hallway. He turns the corner into the main filming room and instead of seeing lights turned off and everything powered down, he sees that the recording stage is turned on. And there's lights all around. And he opens up the door and goes, Oh, you, you you guys found it. I was hoping you would find it. So we can get to work at... Oh. Who are you? And Specs notices that it's not a film crew there. It's a group of hooded figures standing in a circle. And around them all in the very center is a thin, almost skeletally thin figure with long, thin, white, silvery hair and his pale back covered in scars and boils and welts. He turns his head and Spex sees these deep, deep red eyes, not the bloodshot eyes of Egan, literally red eyes, meet his gaze. And he goes, uh, can I, can, can I help you? And all the hooded figures just turn and look at him and don't say a word. And all the figures start chanting collectively. Specs turns around and goes to run and the door slams behind him. And he tries to wiggle the door and he goes, hey, hey, this isn't very funny. And the naked figure turns around and he kind of waves his hand and you see this almost out of air, this light gray silk materialize and cover him. And the figure says, Oh, but on the contrary, you are the star of the show tonight. Thank you for coming. What you give to us will be much needed. And you see that at this point, even the studio has been like, the construction has begun and it's a fucking mess in there. It's like this half constructed mess. And Spex tries to rip the door open as hard as he can. And with a lazy, lazy flick of his hand, you see of, of the, the tall figure in the center, you see Spex get pulled back from the door, slides on the ground and slides into the middle of this circle that has been drawn out, almost carved into the ground this concentric circles of these patterns that he doesn't recognize and Specs can't move off the ground and Specs starts to freak out what what the fuck are you doing please please let, let, let me go I'm afraid I can't do that 
and the chants begin to be grow in intensity and speed. And the tall figure in the center with red eyes and long silvery hair holds out his hand up in the sky and kind of joins them in chanting. You start to see Specs writhe in pain. And Specs literally begins to, you see after this pain, his screams can't get any worse. Parts of him begin to evaporate out of him. And he literally, just like Chadley did a long time ago, his life essence is sucked from him as his body convulses, his eyes melt in his face. You see his tongue shrivel up to nothing. And it all combines into this swirling energy of red, deep scarlet. And after his cries go silent and nothing but a husk of a body remains, a stone, a philosopher's stone, is hovering in the center of the room. The figure in the center, the founder, grabs the philosopher's stone and says, Tonight, we commence the beginning of the end. Tonight, we begin the work that has been spent over hundreds of years to achieve. Tonight, we free ourselves. Arabella. <gasps> and you see Arabella step forward and take off her hood. Yes, Lord. The construction will continue as planned. And you will finish all essential work by the end of break. Yes, Lord. This will aid you. Behold, my children, my power. And he crushes the Philosopher's Stone in his hand, and you hear the scream of specks all over again. Instead, it doesn't come from a body. It radiates out as this explosion of, of the Philosopher's Stone is let off like a little bomb in the room. Scarlet energy fills the room, and you just hear it fill with this swirl of energy and his prolonged scream, just being sustained in this forever agony of this last moment of his life. Swirled around as the founder harnesses the power and all the lights explode out. And the founder snaps his fingers and lights kind of erupt from him and swirl around the room. And you see that a once under construction studio now looks pristinely built and beautiful. As if the energy of Specs was used to fix all of it in the span of seconds. And he looks at them all once more and says, You all have your orders. Remember that the circle will be completed outside the coffee store in Oak Haven. Our timetable begins now. The eclipse approaches. Yes, Lord. They all say in unison, and they genuflect on their knees and begin to pay worship to their god as he summons a chair made out of Spex's husky corpse of a body. It almost transmutates oh, into oh a bony God. flesh chair. Bony. He sits oh. down, very bored, and puts his, his uh, head on his hand and stares out the front door. And as the camera pans out, as if this figure is looking at the camera as it pans out the door, 
we see all the construction work that is still to happen. As the St. Vincent group and Arabella's god begin to make their big push for their plans, our camera fades away. Ta-da!